You're listening to the Improve Photography Podcast. Hey, quick note, if you are new to improvephotographyplus.com, uh, that's our membership site. It costs $20 a month and you get everything that we produce. Well, if you sign up for Improve Photography Plus this month, you'll get a free portfolio review by me. Just go sign up at improvephotographyplus.com and then email us at storedimprovephotography.com. All right, I am super excited for today's episode. I've done a ton of prep work. Uh, I have a bunch of uh, audio clips to play for you guys. So it's been a running tradition for the last several years on the podcast that we give predictions of what's to come in the next year of photography. And we, of course, did so in uh in early 2017 and now it's been a year and we get to follow up and see how those predictions fared um some of them okay and others not as great uh so last year uh Connor, Sandy, Jeff, and I each put in our predictions, uh, and it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to kind of go through uh, the 2017 predictions and kind of see what's happened in the photography industry over the last year. And then in an upcoming episode, we will be doing our predictions for the next year. So uh, I'm gonna kind of cut back and forth from past to present. Hopefully, you're you'll able you'll be able to tell a difference in the audio, uh, so you'll see which version of Jim you're talking. Talking to the 2017 version or the new 2018 version. Uh, but uh, let's go to the very first prediction now. Here are my predictions. I'm going to go kind of rapid fire. These are my 2017. What's going to happen in photography industry? First of all, Fuji has already announced a medium format camera. Um, and my prediction is the body only is going to cost seven grand. Okay. I didn't do so great on this one. No, I wasn't too far off. Um, the new Sony or the new Fuji mirrorless camera is the Fuji GFX that came out the, earlier this year. And the price is $6,500. Um, so I wasn't off by too much. I was off by $500. Um, but... This was an interesting camera in the industry. Um, a lot of higher-end professionals gravitated toward this camera, especially higher-end portrait photographers, um, because it's uh, it, it's just such an interesting camera. So the medium format is significantly larger, double the size of a of a full-frame camera, and it's always been a very very expensive proposition to go uh, medium format. I mean, sixty five hundred sounds expensive, but uh, most medium format digital cameras are twenty to forty thousand uh, dollars. Really, just in, used by the highest end of the portrait photography. Uh, commercial market. And so this camera came out, a lot of people were very excited about it. Fuji said it was going to come at, a, at, a, at an aggressive price point. And, and uh, I, at the time we recorded this episode, a lot of people were hoping for, you know, a, a $4,000 camera, something that, uh, that a lot of people would use. Um, and, and my prediction was that it was going to be a lot more expensive than most people were thinking. And so I was sort of kind of right, but I was still off by 500 bucks. So I'm not going to give myself a pass on this one. I think I failed on this one. Uh, but it has been an, an interesting camera in the industry still very niche uh, because of the price point but uh, a very capable camera for sure um, I know a ton of people were crazy excited about this camera uh, when Fuji said they were gonna do something medium format 
I don't think they're going to get the price point down to where we're all expecting and thinking. I think it's going to be more of a $7,000 camera and it's really going to be kind of a niche thing. Um, I am excited about that camera, uh, but if it costs 7,000 bucks, no thanks. All right. The second prediction, the Sony a7R3 will uh, fix their menu systems. The Sony menu systems are bad they're really bad they're better than they were before but they're still bad um so i hope that's something that they fix on the a7r3 um and i think that's gonna be the camera of the year I all right that's that was my second prediction the sony a7r3 and i think i'm gonna give myself pretty much a go on this one um i, I think most people would agree the uh, sony a7r3 it probably is the camera of the year we did see some excellent other cameras come out um and some some great tech come out from a lot of uh, other companies uh but i do think that that the a7r3 kind of stole the show um, this year, um, it's it's a uh, really a, an an incredible incredible piece of technology. Um, so I, I I think I missed the first one, but I'm going to give myself a go on this one. In terms of the menu systems, um, I wouldn't really say that the A7R3 is what fixed this. It, it was more with the A9 that they started to uh, to bring in the new menu system. But uh, but hey, I, you, we got to give me you got to give me one point at least here. So uh, I'm going to give most mostly give myself a pass on that one. I think the a7r3 is going to be the lustworthy camera of 2017 um the a7r2 is already close uh, but it needs a better autofocus system um and it needs to fix the menus just a couple weird things before it's like before it's the camera all right the iphone 8 right now we're on the 7 i predict the iphone 8 will have the exact same camera as the iphone 7 this whoops not quite <laughs> The iPhone uh, 8 and the iPhone 10 uh, obviously came with some improvements to um, to the camera technology. Um, so I, I definitely missed this one. But <clears throat> I... At least it's kind of close <laughs> if I can justify it a little bit. Uh, because we didn't see a resolution bump. I mean... Uh, we saw some improvements in the software of those cameras, um, but but the basic technology of the actual camera itself is, is pretty much the same, um, which I think is on purpose. I think they changed the format uh, of the of the phone, just make it look a little bit different, remove a bezel, and and then that's enough reason to get people to flock to the stores to pay a thousand bucks for a new phone, and so. Uh, so they didn't need to upgrade the camera and they're going to wait for the next uh, the next major improvement to it until the next one. So we'll have another reason to go spend another thousand dollars with Apple, uh, which is definitely frustrating. But uh, it's kind of the way kind of the way they get us. Right. So uh, I, I was wrong on this one, but but most of the updates were to software and not to the camera itself. You know, the dual lens uh, on this on the eight plus, etc. And I predict that Apple will release a keyboard that costs $200 or more. Oh, Jim, Jim, Jim. So wrong. <laughs> I totally failed on this one. Um, this was my thought on this one. 
I was thinking Apple released the the little strip of of touch on the laptops, and I thought, ah, they're going to release a new iMac, um, and I thought they would put that on the keyboard and make a three hundred dollar keyboard with that little row of touch touch icons. I was very wrong. <laughs> that was a little crazy one. <laughs> I haven't seen any rumors on any rumor sites or anything about this, uh, but I I think they're going to do it. I, I think they've made everything else in my life so expensive that the only thing left that they could charge an unreasonable price for is the keyboard. <laughs> so I think they're going to find a way. That's my prediction. Now, I have a question for one of your predictions there, Jim. All right. What do you got? You said the iPhone 8 will have the same camera as the 7. Do you really think it's going to be iPhone 8 and not the 7S? I think so, because it's going to be the 10-year anniversary of the iPhone. So I don't think they would do a 7S. I think they're They're going to try to do something cool and different and stuff. All right, I'll, I'll take that. Well, for my predictions, I don't have too many, but I do believe that Canon is going to release a full frame mirrorless that doesn't require the purchase of new lenses. I Connor, I'm sorry, buddy, but I think we missed this one as well. Canon did not release a full-frame mirrorless this year, um, but it looks like that may be coming up uh, soon. We're seeing rumor sites saying that uh, this may be in the works, and it, that could definitely be be very interesting, but timeline took a little bit longer than uh, than we thought. want something that has EF mount because otherwise... <laughs> Uh, th- there's no point in going mirrorless. If uh, I guess if you're starting out from scratch and don't have any lenses or whatnot, but they, they've been trying to do that with the M le- mount lenses on their other mirrorless systems. And it's just not a great seller from it. I haven't heard anybody talk wonders about their M series mirrorless cameras. So my prediction is that they're going to have full frame mirrorless that mounts EF or EFS lenses. Well, obviously not EFS, but my other prediction. Yeah. Is okay. That- so I, I, I want to talk about that one. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. that's a good, that's a good prediction. Uh, we've, we've seen rumors of that uh, on Canon rumors of, of that maybe coming out. And I will add that Jeff Harmon also says that Canon is going to put out a mirrorless uh, camera that takes EF mount glass. So you got backup on this one. This is good. All right. Uh, <laughs> what I am interested to see if this does end up happening is What's the purpose of that? Really, like, what's the purpose of it? I mean, you can get more information on the viewfinder because it's going to be an OLED. But if it's going to use the same heavy, heavy glass, you might lose a couple grams. You know, a mirror doesn't weigh that much uh, in the body. So uh, I, I think you have a great prediction. I, I think you very well could be right. But uh, I'm curious to see what the point of this camera is going to be for Canon. I, I hope they they don't just do it so that they can say they have something mirrorless. I hope they actually find a way to make that a useful change. Yeah, I, I definitely understand your feelings there. <laughs> um, it's something that when I was considering buying a new camera, I was kind of holding out. Maybe they were going to do this. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized I, I don't actually care too much if they have a full frame mirrorless. <laughs> but I think that they have motivation to appear at least as it, though they are competing against Sony in the full frame mirrorless world. Um, I think that right now they are definitely losing some people to the A7R2. And I, I think that really it's going to be more of a competitive mood, move for them than it is anything else. 
All right. So that's been interesting to uh, to watch uh, kind of play out in the industry. Connor's other prediction, by the way, um, that I don't think I'll play the auto audio clip for, but he was totally right with, is Adobe will stop using years as the way to uh, to mark their their versions of the software. Um, and so, um, yeah, when when we had Lightroom CC 2015 and it was almost 2018, it definitely didn't it didn't look the best. So uh, it, it was interesting to see interesting to see those predictions that I was mostly wrong on um, on those predictions. But the I, a few things kind of stuck out to me, and so I, I want to spend some time kind of going over instead of predictions for the next year, which we will do a prediction episode. I want to make sure to 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 get the whole group on on the podcast for that one, um, but. Uh, I we will do another prediction episode for sure but kind of as I got got listening to that I thought man I I I was focusing so much on the gear and, um and stuff that would happen in the industry and you know it's just kind of fun to speculate whatever but I looking forward to this next year and what I personally want to do in photography. Um, my number one goal for 2018, and I'm going to work really hard uh, to stick to this, is to spend zero dollars and zero cents on gear in 2018. That's my goal. Um, I I want to do a ton of photography. I want to shoot and try new things uh, and experiment. And I don't want to buy any new gear. Now, I don't know if that's the right, if that's right for everybody. I uh, have been blessed to be able to get uh, kind of whatever photography gear I want because this is my career, right? Um, and most people don't, you know, most people are doing this as a hobby. And, you know, some people really are just moving up and need to get new lenses or whatever. And it really will help, uh, help them to get sharper photos, etc. cetera. Uh, but for me, my gear is perfectly adequate. And so I'm going to completely dive out of uh, gear acquisition in 2018, and I'm not going to spend one red cent on photo gear. I'm going to give myself a little pass if I, you know, need to go get a battery or an SD card or something like that. Uh, but but no new tech uh, is my goal for this next year. And uh, so that's and you know I've done a lot with with video lately as I've been mentioning on the podcast. And so um, that has been a lot. You know, I've needed to get different mics for video. I did buy the the iMac Pro, um, which really for video editing it has been awesome uh, for the last uh, last couple of weeks that I uh, that I've had it. Um, so I I have really enjoyed that. But for photography, for still photography. Um, I, I'm not going to get any gear uh, this year. I want to focus on experiences and increasing my creativity and and not not the gear. So that's goal number one, zero dollars and zero cents on new technology. Um, my second goal for this year is to focus a little bit less on landscape photography. That is a little bit painful for me. N not that I'm going to stop landscapes. Definitely not. I you couldn't make me stop. Um, but what I what I do want to do is to branch out a little bit and just try some new things. Kind of push my creativity on things that I have never tried before, uh, and I really need to experiment with. 
I've uh, been working with time lapses as I've been mentioning on the show. And man, that's just been so fun for me. It's just completely different from what I have typically done. And so it's just, uh, man, it was just really fun to do that. And I've, I've mentioned in the show that I'm heading down, actually tomorrow morning, I leave to Mexico and I'm going to uh, shoot with Felix Hernandez, who is, I really do believe the most creative photographer on planet earth right now. I mean, he just produces such cool work. It's just fantastic. You've got to look up Felix Hernandez photography. Go look at the 500 PX. Um, he's just doing such interesting work. Um, and I, I want, I'm going to spend three days with him shooting. And really what I want to focus on is just letting go of all the previous knowledge that I have and my typical approach to how I shoot, to how I post-process, and to just come in with a blank slate uh, and learn the way that he's shooting, the way that he's approaching things. Um, And just uh, instead of, you know, sometimes when you're a more experienced photographer, you look at a new technique and you're like, I can already do that. I can do that by doing this or that. And it's just as good or my way is better or whatever. And I'm just going to really focus on just being, just allowing that experience and that time with him to change the way that I work and find the things that are better. And uh, so I'm really excited about that. So if you haven't uh, seen his work, first of all, you have to go see it. Um, But what he does is he goes out and shoots a landscape or a cityscape, um, you know, wide area shots. And then he's he's taking photos of like tiny models, like a, like a model airplane or a model car uh, or a figurine. And he's compositing those things into larger landscapes. Uh, and it's just so neat. Um, and so I, I I just think it's fun. And so, uh, I'm going to go learn how he's doing it. And I will of course be recording a video tutorial, um, for improved photography. Plus the tutorial will be uh, at a fixed price that we've we've agreed with with Felix uh, for ninety nine dollars. If you want to just buy the tutorial tutorial itself, but much less expensive if you get an Improve Photography Plus subscription. Uh, so if you go to improvephotographyplus.com uh, for January, February, and in March, we're going to be releasing videos from those three days. Um, of, of shooting with him. And so a uh, great time to be an improved photography plus member because it's significantly less expensive than just buying that, uh, the tutorial off the shelf. So, uh, definitely take a look for that. Also, if you get a membership in the month of January and then, uh, just sign up and then email us store at improvedphotography.com and uh, Jesse will will send you uh, information on he'll ask you to send in uh, seven of your best photos you've ever taken and then he'll get those photos to me and then I'm going to record an mp3 at this microphone here and I'll give you a portfolio review and, and email you an mp3 of that portfolio review to hopefully, hopefully point you in the right direction and help you to uh, really make some progress in your photos and, and, uh, and produce even better work than you are now so uh so anyway as i'm shooting with felix i i'm just looking forward to 
to allowing a new creative process to to come into my shooting. So in addition to no gear, I really want to try some new creative processes this year. Time-lapse was really fun at the end of last year, and now I'd, I'd like to start shooting these models and stuff like Felix is. Just so cool. And and just, just explore and see what else is out there. Uh, I will not slow down at all in shooting landscape or portraits, um, but I, I'd like to add to that with some some different things. And, and so that's one thing that I'm definitely excited about doing. Um, another another thing I'd like to do this year is um, I'd like to shoot Maine. Um, I've been talking about this for years. I'd love to go shoot Maine, especially in the fall, but really any time of year. Uh, as, as I'm seeing submissions coming through for the Really Good Photo Spots app, uh, we're just kidding. A flood of people using the Really Good Photo Spots app. It's so fun to see people actually using uh, that project since I spent so long creating it for it. It's a free iPhone app if you if you haven't checked it out. Free iPhone app that just shows you the best places to go take photos anywhere around the world. So I I am maybe a little bit of a control freak, but I like to be the one who goes in and approves or or uh, and star rates all of the new submissions. And it's just. I don't know. I just really enjoy seeing uh, the photos that everybody's making and and places that they're going to take pictures. Uh, so and oh man, we just keep I, every time a main spot comes through, all the lighthouses on the coast and stuff. I just uh, I've got to get there. So that uh, that is definitely going to be somewhere that I would love to go um, this year. Another one that um, is not uh, even improved photography related, but is a major goal for me this year um, is focusing on income school. So if if you've kind of followed me for, for a while, you know that in addition to improved photography, I uh, have quite a few other websites. I have a dirtbikeplanet.com is about dirt bikes and Camper Report is about RVs and uh, we have Cabin Freedom and uh, we, we have a, a bunch of different, different websites. And one that I have really... Uh, seen the need to really focus on um, in the next year is called Income School. And I am putting out two YouTube videos a week on the Income School YouTube channel. Uh, and I'm just teaching people how to create an internet business on income school. Uh, it's, you know, sharing exactly what I've done with improved photography, how to start a blog and get people to your website and to monetize it and turn, uh, to earn an income online. Um, and it's, it's really like, I just feel like such a sense of purpose there in the work that I'm doing. Uh, I, man, I got an, an email, somebody who purchased uh, my course over there from somebody in Africa who, you know, said, Hey man, if I could, if I could earn 500 us dollars uh, a month uh, from doing this, that would like completely change my life. Uh, and she said, you know, I, I've saved up for the last four months to buy this product and I really want to do this. Um, and it's like, wow, it just really uh, made me step back and say, Holy cow. I, you know, I, People are really relying on this. It just feels very important to me uh, to to help there and to share the knowledge that I've gained in, in running inter internet businesses for the last eight years. And so uh, Income School and the YouTube channel is also kind of a creative outlet for me. I'm, I'm doing what I can to, to make the videos interesting and fun. And so that's another career goal for me in 2018 is, is working on the Income School uh, YouTube channel and just the the company in general. Um, I am working on that one with a partner, Ricky, because uh, I've 
uh, spread too thin already as is. So it's it's really fun to be able to work with Ricky. He and I have been uh, longtime friends. So uh, those of you who are also checking out uh, Income School, I know a lot of you are kind of watching both sites. So um, so that's uh, one that I'm I'm definitely focusing on for the uh, for this year. And then uh, the last is the the conference. I I've been meeting with BJ and Rachel who are uh, running the conference, um, and we're going to hear from them in the second half of this episode uh, more about the the improved photography retreat in uh, March of this year. And so uh, that's one that I'm just, that is really exciting for me. The The conference last year was just fantastic. Uh, something I'll always remember my whole, uh, the rest of my life. And so uh, that's another one that I'm really going to put some time into. I, I want my presentations to really rock. Um, and so I'm going to spend as much time as I can to do the best I, I can for that. So those are my goals for 2018. Mostly it's about uh, increasing the fun and creativity in my photography, reducing the focus on gear by a long shot, and also uh, doing as much as I can focusing on work that matters. Um, uh, you know, really with income school, I just really feel that sense of purpose of helping those who want to take control of their income and create an online business, uh, empowering them to, to know how to do it because it, it's a pretty cool thing. So those are my goals for 2018. I hope you have goals for yourself. Whatever it is that you want to accomplish, uh, if you've you know toyed with the idea of going full-time as a photographer, if you've toyed with the idea of taking a road trip uh, to some place that you've been eyeing to go shoot, if you whatever it is you want to do in photography, whether it has any business purpose or not, um, I just hope you'll kind of put it down and, and tell somebody about it. Say, hey, this is what I'm going to do this year in photography and and go do it because life is short and and photography is a, a really wonderful way to to experience life and and see things in a very different way and so i hope that's something you will put down um, on your on your schedule for this next year all right in the second half of the show i'm going to sit down as i mentioned with bj and rachel hansen they are running the the conference in march and i'm going to just kind of interview them and and give you all an update on on the plans for the conference i know we've been getting lots of requests to get more information and see what's there um it's a it's like the perfect time right now if you uh if you get a, a ticket to the conference in march in charleston south carolina uh, we have incredible speakers coming and stuff um so it's the perfect time to be getting plane tickets so if you're ready for a, a fun last minute uh let's do this thing kind of trip then uh then the second half of this podcast will definitely be interesting to you but before we get to that i want to take a second and thank poster burner for their support of the improved photography podcast as a photographer you probably have a lot of photos sitting in lightroom or in your photo management and you'd love to get a large poster or a canvas print and poster burner has a great deal for you listeners of the improved photography podcast can get 25 percent off on on top of other current discounts when you visit posterburner.com slash improve. So PosterBurner sent me a poster uh, to, to try out and, and see how I liked it. And I decided instead of printing one of my, my photos, you know, from uh, one of my serious photography work, I was just going to print a family photo, something that, that uh, I remembered with my kids. 
um, and they do great work. I, I love the, the quality of the picture that I got, but more than anything else, um, it's just so cool to see those memories. And I realized, man, that photo was a, it was a photo of me and my kids. You know, if I hadn't printed that, I, I may not even ever see that photo again. Uh, but I printed it and I put it up big in their room. It was just me and the boys on top of a mountain that, that we'd gone on an adventure together. And now every night when I go to, to uh, put them to bed each night, I just, I see that picture and I remember that adventure. And so poster burners are really great way to, uh, to, kind of put those memories uh, that, that we're making, the photographs that we're taking uh, into a physical form so that we'll really get to appreciate them. It's a family-run print shop. They print on extra-thick paper, 11 color large format printers, and they have careful attention to detail, even for professional photographers. They're relied on by pro studios, art galleries, Fortune 500 companies, and many photographers. You can try them at no risk, and the quality is unrivaled. Visit posterburner.com slash improve now to get an additional 25% off a poster or canvas print. And we thank them for their support of the podcast. Hey, everybody. I'm sitting here with BJ and Rachel Hansen, and we want to just share with you some of the things that they've been putting together for the Improved Photography Retreat. Now, one thing you'll notice as you're looking at the Improved Photography Retreat is we're adding a little bit more branding to it. We're going to call it the Create It Photography Retreat, uh, just because we're trying to attract other photographers from outside of Improved Photography as well. Um, and so we want to we want to uh, make sure we can sound inclusive to uh, to other groups of photographers as well. So if you see that name change, don't be surprised. So BJ and Rachel, tell us a little bit of what exactly makes this conference that's going to be in uh, March 2018 in Charleston, South Carolina, and tickets are still available. Tell us, like, what is different about this conference from any other conference that you can go to? Well, and I'm really excited about it because what we think is different is a lot of the conferences that you go to any type of genre, whether it's photography or homeschooling or whatever you happen to be doing, you're sitting there in a classroom and you learn things. You don't really get to apply what you learn and what our ultimate goal is to be able to have you actually apply what you're learning and have lots of opportunity for you to go and shoot photos and build your portfolio network with other photographers, including the presenters, along with one another, and just gain a lot of experience with hands-on. Yeah, and I think the, um, you know, there are other conferences that do hands-on, but we really try to, we really pack the classes in. Uh, I mean, we're, we're going sessions that are back-to-back-to-back, we're doing a lunch, we're doing this. Um, you know, specifically, we're trying to do a good balance of, of all things, because really we want this to be uh, you know, your conference, if somebody comes to this, we want them to be able to do what they want to do. You know, it's it's not like we're trying to push them into anything. We want to say, hey, um, you know, every session that we have, you know, we'll have three to four presentations going on. But we're also going to have a, a room set up specifically for model shoots. So if you don't like, you know, if you don't want to listen to Jim present anything, then you can go in and shoot some models. Um, you can, I, I love, I love that. I like that because it's, that's what I don't like when I go to conferences. Like it's awesome to have so many sessions and stuff, but like sometimes it's the afternoon and you've just heard like four sessions in a row. And so it's cool that the way you guys have organized it so that you can like almost at any time you can pick up your camera and go make photos for your portfolio. That's cool. Yeah, I, I think another really big thing that we, 
that we took away from last year's conference um, is, is I saw a lot of people carrying like 60 pound backpacks around. It's a lot of gear you're walking mm-hmm. around with. Got to have everything. Yeah, yeah you've got to. If I have it. 10 lenses, I need 10 lenses at the conference. <laughs> yes, because you never know. Right? So, so what we did is we, with the venue that we have, we um, allocated a whole room to holding gear. And we're going to have a check-in, check-out system. We're going to have somebody there monitoring it all the time. So that way when you get there and register, you can take your gear in, drop it off, and get a little ticket. You know, it's, it's safe. And then go to do whatever you want to do. And then if you want to go shoot the model, come grab your gear. Come grab your eight lenses that you want to use. <laughs> and at the end of the day, grab your bag and, and we'll go. So that's another big thing I think that, um, you know, we're, we're trying to make this easier mm-hmm. for you to come to. And, uh, you know, just not, more, co- more fun, comfortable yeah. for everybody. Yeah. I do have to go back to the models, too, that are going to be in that extra room. So you can go in as an attendee and shoot those models but we've also assigned one to two presenters during most of the sessions. So let's say Jim and Richard are in there. They're going to be working live with a model. So you can get to know what they do and how they pose them, how they work their lighting, and you can just watch them and learn them do theirs. So the presenters can build their portfolios as well as the attendees. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's not like we're just dropping you off and saying, go check out a model and walk around with her. We're saying, hey, here's how Jim does modeling or here's how Judy does it. You want to know how I do modeling? (laughs) I think, well, that's a question. You don't want me modeling, man. It's a question I see all over Facebook and all over different (laughs) chat rooms. How is Jim Jim a model? so good. Yeah, so maybe maybe we could That's say the funniest joke ever told. Like if we maybe we could say if like you know we sell so many tickets, Jim will walk out in his speedo <laughs> modeling suit. It'd have to be a lot, a lot of tickets. Okay, so uh, you mentioned Richard. Um, I'm really excited about this speaker lineup you have. Uh, other than, uh, I mean, we have Jeff Harmon and Erica Kay coming, and Connor Hibbs, uh, people that you know everybody will recognize listening to this podcast. You also have some really excellent. Uh, speakers that you've brought in. Tell us about them. Yeah, so Eddie um, Tap, he's a Canon Explorer of Light. Um, he is going to be amazing. Um, he'll be our keynote on um, a Saturday session, mm-hmm. but he's also doing some other presentations and as well, he'll be doing the modeling shoot and he's going to come with us to the Middleton Plantation. So maybe I'll just jump in there real quick before we get to that. Um, like Thursday, we start the session out with um, you know, the, the event with normal sessions. We had a bunch of things going on. We'll go into a really cool Q&A. And Richard and Eddie, uh, you'll be there, um, where it's just going to be open, you know, open questions. We've got a really cool app th- this year called the Whova app. Whova. And like Hoover. the Who's in Whova. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where, where you, if you're afraid to raise your hand, you can just jump on your app and type in your question. And we'll be able to monitor that. And Oh, that's cool. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Cool. So, you know, we really want to be able to answer those questions. We go through some more sessions. We're going to do group photo reviews. Um, oh, ah, wait, I forgot that. You asked about another thing that sets us apart. If you don't want to go shoot models and you don't want to go to a session, every hour that we're presenting will also have uh, one of our, you know, expert photographers being able to do photo reviews. Um and it may be a group review if there's a bunch of people, but it might end up being just like you and, you know, you and Jeff just 
going through some pictures. So that's really cool. Um, and then all those same presenters are going to go to the Middleton Plantation. That's included in this retreat. Uh, we've we've negotiated with them that they're going to let us stay there from 5 p.m. till 9 p.m. Um, so we're going to get there, be able to walk around, um, be there for sunset, be there for night photography. And it's not it's not something a lot of, uh, you know, people get the opportunity to go do mm-hmm. unless they're at a corporate event. So really that, cool. uh, that's one of the things that I'm excited about uh, shooting in Charleston. I want to talk a little bit more about, uh, I mean, we've mentioned model shoots and stuff. And that's something we had a kind of a more of a focus on last year was a lot of portrait photography. And that's something we really wanted to double down on this year was much more landscape, outdoor, nature photography. Um, so the plantations are an awesome opportunity for that in addition to the beaches and stuff like that. But also, BJ, you sidestepped my question. Um, in addition to Eddie Tapp, uh, Judy Host is coming, Richard Bernard. Yeah, well, Judy, she's a Sigma Ben pro. Hartley is coming from Six Figure Photography. Yeah. We have some uh, just an awesome lineup that you guys have put together of yeah. photographers. Coming. Judy is amazing. Like our- oh, and Brent Bergkram, Brian Pex. Oh, my goodness. I forgot so many. Chris Smith is going to be there. It's Josh Corrigan. It's, it's an awesome list. Yeah, and you can see all those people. You just go to the website. Um, you can go look at all the presenters, their bios, what they're going to be on, and even the sessions. So another thing that sets us apart is we're telling you what we're doing right now. I mean, you want to go and you want to see what classes are there and exactly what times. Like, the schedule's pretty set. We've done a lot of work trying to say, hey, here's exactly what you're getting. Because we know it's a, you know it's an investment for you to get better as a photographer. And we want you to really know, like, this is, the, you know, it's a real deal. Like, we're putting together a good venue for you. Okay, so, um, so... Well, I, I want to talk about how you've organized this, those classes because I, th- I think that's kind of cool. One of the things that I've felt and, and I, I know other photographers have felt is you go to a conference and you, you know, it's hard. You, get, you have like four different classes going on at any given time and you're like, oh, I've got to pick one. Uh, and then you go in there and then 15 minutes into the presentation, you realize, ah, oh, man, this is just like way below the level I'm at. It's just way focused on beginners and I'm more advanced or the opposite. You know, you're a beginning photographer and you just want somebody to teach you the basics and this is a way more advanced class. So how are you going to deal with that at the conference? So what we have done this year is we have actually taken off of Improve Photography's website their levels of classes. Yeah, so that's at improvephotography.com slash skill levels for years. If you get a portfolio review, we put you in a skill level and kind of tell you... You know, just a general idea of where you are so you can kind of track your progress as you're getting better for everything from the absolute beginner to a pro photographer. Exactly. And on our Facebook page just tonight, we actually posted a little bit about the levels and there's that link on there. So you guys can go to the Facebook page and get that. And so what's kind of what we tried to do was mix those levels up every hour. So if you feel that you're a beginner and you want to stay beginner the whole way, you can better select your classes by going to the level one twos or the three fours if that's kind of more intermediate and so one thing you can do though too is let's say you do go to like a beginner class of one two and while you're there you realize that you're way above that well go ahead and walk out hurry Mm -hmm. quick to the next class and go find your three four Mm -hmm. so it might not be a bad idea Um, the Whova app you need to make sure that you have um, only one class in there but you can maybe have another notebook that maybe has a 
plan B. Plan B. Exactly. Plan Jim's presentation stunk. <laughs> I'm going somewhere else. Ten minutes in, I'm done. <laughs> and we did actually, we increased our time as well. So I believe last year it was 45-minute classes and people felt like it was just a little bit short. So we went to 50-minute classes with 10-minute break in between to give you opportunity to get to the next class, not feel too rushed and be able to have as much time with that presenter. So that skill level, I think, will really help. And there's a skill level after every title of topic. And then you'll, so you'll be able to build your classes that way. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I like having the, the skill levels kind of set. So uh, we, we mentioned briefly about um, about kind of the different shooting opportunities people will have. And that's, as we've talked about, kind of, uh, you know, the vision for the for the conference and you guys have taken it on. Uh, that's a major thing that we wanted to do is, like, you come home with a bunch of knowledge, cool, but we also want you to come home with, like, a killer portfolio of totally new images. Absolutely. So yeah. tell me specifically what opportunities are people going to have to shoot if they come. Okay, so you'll have... Uh, we've mentioned the models before. So there's 50 minutes. If you want to increase that side of your portfolio, you can. And let me just step back just a little bit. The reason why we went with the, the you know, the idea of create it or create photography is because we understand that not everybody coming is a landscape photographer or a commercial photographer or this or that. You know, we, we really are trying to make sure you get what you want. So, but on a side note there, it's really cool when you go out and try something new. So yes. we hope that, you know, if you are portrait and you go to the Middleton Plantation, you mm-hmm. take that opportunity to maybe shoot some macro or shoot some landscape, shoot some night photography and do other things as well. Just to try your hand at something and you may find that you love something else or something additional. Very good point. Yeah. Uh, and you'll have those presenters are with you. So specifically, we're going to have the models going. We're going to have the Middleton Plantation where... Those things will be set up with models um, where we have a macro class set up and we'll have some macro objects around the uh, the venue as well. Um, we're going to have a, uh, at this point, a, a tour by Bulldog Tours downtown Charleston. So uh, we're going to jump on um, and go on a two hour tour. A two-hour tour. Yeah. So bring your little walking <laughs> shoes. Yeah, maybe a survival kit too. Yeah, yeah. If you need some water, bring that. <laughs> Don't bring your high hills. Um, so we're, there'll be lots of, of opportunities that way to shoot. Um, and then that puts us on Thursday, sorry, on Friday downtown where we really want, you know, we want you guys to go explore. Like Charleston yeah, is such a cool the downtown area looks neat. All place. the old historic homes and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. So there's going to be that. But that morning too, I forgot to mention, we're going to have you go out to the beach to do a sunrise. Because mm-hmm. I mean, how can you not get a shot like that when mm-hmm. you're just right there? So you're going to have the plantation, the beach, downtown, the models, the macro, um, the venue itself, the college it is really a pretty cool architectural building as well. Mm-hmm. So you'll be able to get some shots there. All of those things translate into, you know, some really good pictures to take home to put in your portfolio um, and maybe show people that you are more than just one thing. Cause I think that's what people, you know, a lot of people want to make sure that when they're looking for somebody to hire or to, to work with that you're just not one type of individual shooting. Mm-hmm. You know, do you have the creativity to maybe move outside of that and do something a little different. We also wanted these different 
areas of being able to shoot photography so that after you learn a lot, I know when I go to a conference, I learn so much and I come home and I'm super excited, but because I didn't actually get to apply it there, I forget about things. Yeah. So we want them, we want all of the attendees to be able to network with the presenters and with each other and really learn what they're there to learn. So yeah, we that's cool. spots open for, you know, free time, like go, go do your thing, go do your sunset and go practice. Yeah. You can like sit in a class and like one hour later you're with that presenter on the beach shooting. That's cool. Yeah. And the other thing with that too is, you know, a big part of, of this app that we had is it's so easy to connect with people. So right now, if you're, if you're coming and you have the Whova app, you can scroll through the other attendees and you can see where they went to school. If they put that in, you can see what their interests are. So right now you can say, oh, hey, that Rachel girl, it's like, I, I want to get to know her. Like, let, she seems like a really cool photographer. And then you can start using that to, to get networking done. So mm-hmm. it's not like you're just thrown into a room and you kind of just, you know, sometimes it's awkward and nobody wants to talk or whatever. Like, this just makes it really easy to, to build relationships because that's really a big part of what we want to do too. Not, not just teach you photography. That's really, you know, that's why you're coming. But we want you to walk away with, with like friendships and people mm-hmm. that you visit with after and, and go do other stuff with. Like that's and, and that is cool. Like from last year at the conference, if you didn't walk out with a few new friends, you were trying to not make friends. <laughs> like <laughs> like that, that is one thing that I think we're, really worked well at the conference. Like we had a lot of things where people were kind of put in a group of people that you may or may not know um, and worked like we did a little photography competition where you're in with the little group and things like that. And, you know, if you're doing any of the post-conference workshops uh, like that, uh, you're you're in a little group like that, like it doesn't matter at all if you come not knowing anybody because you will know people before you leave. And we will put people in groups as well, like we did last year. So um, that way they can kind of network a little bit with each other with that because we'd like last year they were able you the attendees got to go to, out to lunch together within their little group and you can request, you know, I want to be with this particular person. But at the same time, if you just kind of let us randomly put you in with a group, that's when it's really fun. You get to network and meet new friends and learn a lot more information than just the same old, same old buddy, buddy that you're always with. Mm-hmm. But if you feel more comfortable with, buddy yeah, if you buddy, come with somebody and you want to be with them, sure, you whatever. for sure can. But we'll put you in small groups again last year. So it feels like that small, you know, network, but you can also network outside of that, too. I think that's another um, kind of cool thing about the conference is the venue that you found at the what college is it? The Trident Trident College. Trident College mm-hmm. in in Charleston. Um, the rooms are large. Like you're you're not going to be blocked out of a room because you can't get in. They're like big venues, classes, uh, classrooms for each of the classes, and so. Um, and with multiple classes going on, like it's just an intimate class. It's not like a billion people are going to be there like this huge conference. Like it's a pretty intimate uh, deal that we have set up. Um, and so you can kind of pick whatever class you want want to get into. I, you, I guess there could be one if one's really popular. You might not be able to get in. But pretty much you'll be able to just pick whatever you want. Um, and the classes are, a lot of them are small enough where like, you can just like say, Hey, I didn't get that part. You know, like it's cool. You can just interact with the speakers and it's not like you're listening, sitting in the back of a lecture hall kind of deal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And they don't, you know, we mentioned that as well on our little video that 
nobody has to sign up and register for classes. And I like that because you can just go show up and not feel stressed about getting into a class. So we think that the class sizes will be, the rooms will be big enough that they can get, you can all make it into your class and yet small enough that you can feel that intimate feel. Yeah. And if we, if we identify that with this, you know, app, if the rooms fit 60, you know, comfortably in there, but if there's somebody like, you know, I probably won't be you, Jim, but maybe like Eddie or Judy <laughs> or uh, Brent Berger or Brent. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you get to a spot where where we maybe need to adjust the schedule on the fly, like we can do that. And it just shows up in the app. That's cool. Um, if we need to redo a session, I mean, I, you know, I, I really think people are going to be able to find, you know, they'll be able to make this whatever they really want to. Mm-hmm. And that's the neat thing um, is that we really are trying to just let you do what you want to do mm-hmm. and whatever you need to grow in to become better. Okay. So, uh, let's get down to brass tacks. What does it cost a man to go to a conference like this? Now it's, it's a man or woman. It's a man or woman. Price. Yeah. I just really? want to make that clear. We're right. All, all comers. Yeah. We're, I mean, <laughs> we're not exclusive really. Uh, here, so, um, so for the, the retreat, it's, uh, right now four fifty seven, Um, and you can get to that link. Uh, through improved photography. Yeah, just go to improved photography and the links at the top or, or the creative. What, what? Yeah. Create photography. Retreat.com. Yeah, you got it. Um, so 457, that gets you the conference ticket. Uh, it gets you a taco lunch. It's kind of a t- tradition. Photo we, taco lunch. Yeah, yeah, photo taco lunch that In we're. Jeff's honor. That's right, that we're doing. It gets you to the Middleton Plantation as well, uh, also on the Bulldog Tour. Uh, and so that's all included in there. And again, um, the models are included as well. Those aren't extra. Yeah. The models are included. The macros included. I mean, tons of shooting experiences, photo reviews, everything. I I also like that. There's no VIP ticket. I'm a fan of that. I hate it when I go to a conference (laughs) and I'm like, Oh, I'm one of the, I'm one of the lame ones. I'm in economy class. Yeah. I like that. There's no VIP ticket and everybody gets the same experience. You're just part of the group. Yeah. And of course we're going to have some competitions too. So you'll have the opportunity to, to win some cool gear. Um, one thing that's really cool, uh, Eddie and Judy, we've arranged with them that you'll get a, a, a 10 minute, personal photo review with them like it's a one-on-one 10 minutes and and they will you know they're really nice judy said you know we're not mean but but we'll definitely help you get better um and so that's going to be one of the contests that we're going to have to to win because these are like world-class professionals i mean if you look at judy's uh history and resume i mean that's really she's done some really cool things Mm -hmm. so to be able to sit at one-on-one with her you know, I think it's really, it's really pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and how about travel? Uh, like, you know, it's, it's January already. Um, and somebody hears this and says, okay, you know what? Spur of the moment. I'm, I'm going to do this thing. Let's go to the conference. They can get a ticket. What's it going to cost in terms of travel to get to, to Charleston? Is it an expensive place to stay? Hotel accommodations? What do they need? They, they, so they'll, however you get there, fly, drive, or whatever, you know, get there. And then the hotels, actually, there's several around downtown that you could probably get under 99, um, you know, yeah, right around there. Yeah, they're, they're not that expensive. I mean, of course, you can always go to the expensive if you want a nice hotel. Yeah, she looks at me and says that because for the last 16 years, she's had to train me on what a nice hotel was. Isn't it 17? Uh, well, I, that Maybe first 16. year was really hard, so I... <laughs> 
tried to put it out. I don't even remember. Yeah, it was 16. So yes, that caused. I mean, I will just have to admit here, since we're doing that, is is who doesn't though? Who doesn't take your bride, the the, the girl of your dreams? Who doesn't take them to Motel Six on your honeymoon night? Topic. I mean, because really, okay. if you, oh. so other costs that you Rachel's would have. Rachel's cutting them off. <laughs> she's, uh, she's about ready to slap here. No. Let, so other uh, costs. Let me finish. Oh. Okay, sorry. So we were gonna say part of the hotels. You guys so mad at me. We need to put that on video. Okay. Anyhow, so no, the we didn't want to book rooms like with a certain hotel, mm-hmm. um, because we we wanted to let people say. You know, if you want to spend, I think like eighty bucks is the cheapest hotel. Mm-hmm. Go, go stay there. If you want to go spend at the Marriott Residence Inn for one thirty, go stay there. Mm-hmm. We, we just there's a lot of opportunities for lodging. Yeah, there. those are major hidden costs for conferences. Is like, you know, do you go to a conference in New York and it's like, oh, cool. You know, you pay for the ticket and then it's like, oh boy. You know, I the you know they really encourage you to stay at the the conference center, the hotel where they're holding it. And then each night you stay, there's like 250 bucks and a cut of that is going to the conference. So there's, uh, I, I, I don't like that when I go to a conference and it's like, just like, as soon as you get there, it's like just everything to extract money from you possible. So I like that it's a, a you know, it's at a community college there. You can stay wherever you want and come and, and there are places, I mean, blocks away from the conference. Yeah. And, and the actual venue, the college, it's not too far from the airport. Mm-hmm. They're in Charleston. So if you fly in, if you want to do the Uber thing, I mean, you could do that too. Absolutely. I out. love Ubering in, in other cities so I don't have to drive. It's just so much less stressful and it's cheap. Well, and that's another way you can network as well. So if you want to go in on some of these people that you're connecting with with Whova or you have a friend, you could carpool together, get your rental car together. Mm-hmm. You are going to want to be able to have transportation, obviously, from the um, the college into going to downtown or the Middleton mm-hmm. plantation. There is travel there. So either Uber or connect with somebody, you know, go in on the car together. It doesn't have to be an expensive trip. That's what you guys, whatever the attendees want to make it. And then whatever food costs, we are providing one lunch there and then the rest is up to you, but really you can keep it as low as you want to. I feel yeah. Like. You, you can do the conference really inexpensive and that was a goal uh when we sat down after the last conference and you kind of made goals for this conference was to keep the overall the real cost of going inexpensive make sure it was a place where the travel was going to be inexpensive the accommodations that kind of stuff and i think you guys have done awesome with it that's really cool in charleston at that time of year like it is beautiful but it's also crazy like busy with con- like with other events so we we've, we've really tried to find a venue that will accommodate not putting a ticket price so high and in a location that that really is like you said the overall cost is is going to be really pretty good especially when you say who are the people coming the world-class photographers and you're going to have every minute of the day you're going to be able to be doing something getting photos getting reviews shooting models it's it's really going to be a uh, you know almost like a go 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 if you want to make it that we want to like pack all of we what we can in to that 457 for the ticket and then your costs because you know we we do appreciate that that you're choosing to come with us and and we we really appreciate that and we honor that decision we just want to give you um you know the attendee the best experience so that you know just like a lot of people last year a lot of people said hey this is was awesome it was awesome and i and i want to do it again in the future 
Well, cool. Well, I'm uh, I'm excited to be there. Uh, it'll be in March in Charleston, South Carolina. And again, you can go to improvephotography.com and just click on the link at the top uh, to uh, see more information and, and good, get your tickets. It was uh, fun talking with you guys and uh, hearing more about the plans for the conference and everything you guys have. So I hope we'll be able to see many of you at the conference. Thank you. Thanks.